This is an All Ears English podcast, episode 1391. Can accents be hallucinated? Carrie Gillen from Vocal Fries lets us know. Welcome to the All Ears English podcast, downloaded more than 150 million times. Are you feeling stuck with your English? We'll show you how to become fearless and fluent by focusing on connection, not perfection. With your American host, Lindsay McMahon, the English adventurer, and Michelle Kaplan, the New York radio girl, coming to you from Colorado and New York City, USA. Accent hallucination is when someone imagines hearing an accent that isn't really there. Find out more about this topic and what it means for your language learning with Carrie Gillen from the Vocal Fries podcast. Hi, Carrie. How are you? Good. How are you? I am good. I am so excited to have you on the show today. Thank you for coming on All Ears English. Thank you for having me. Awesome. So we are just so excited to have you guys here. Well, to have uh, Megan couldn't make it today, but we are happy to have you, Carrie, here. Uh, So you are uh, one of the co-hosts of the Vocal Fries podcast. So that's you and Megan Figueroa. And wow, it is such an amazing podcast. You guys do so many interesting topics. Um, You're both linguists and we're just excited to have uh, you on here today, Carrie. So thank you. Um, Could you tell us a little bit more about yourself, about the show? Sure. So I'm a former professor of linguistics. um, And once I left academia, I decided I needed to spread the word about linguistics in some way. And I realized that the thing that people most need to know about is linguistic discrimination or Mm -hmm. the way that we judge each other for the way that we talk and why that's not okay, why it's just as bad as any other form of bigotry. And Mm -hmm. so I decided I needed to start a podcast because I enjoyed listening to podcasts. And um, I asked Megan if she would like to be my co-host because I thought it'd be very boring if it was just me. Um, that's great. That is so interesting. So how do you choose your topics? How do you go about, you know, deciding what the next big thing will be? Oh, I, it kind of depends. Sometimes I just, I see something in the news and I think, oh, that's something we should, we should really address and we should find someone who can talk about that particular topic because we can only really speak to certain topics. You know, we're, we're both women, so we can talk about gender stuff and we are, but we're both well, I'm definitely white and, and, and Megan is like coded white. Um, so, you know, there are certain things that we just don't feel like we can address. She's Latina, so we talk about Chicana stuff a lot. But um, if, you know, if we were going to talk about black English, then we definitely should have someone who is black on the show to talk about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but sometimes people come to us and say, hey, uh, I love your show. I'd like to be on it. And we look at what they, what they want to talk about. And as long as it fits what we are doing, then we obviously have them on and, Sometimes we just think, you know, we have to talk about this thing. We, yeah. we know it's a thing we need to, to address, so let's go find someone to talk about it. That's really fascinating. And I feel like linguistic discrimination is not something that people talk about that much. And so I think that it's important that you are bringing these issues to light so people can think about them and try and, you know, do something about it. Yes, because we can. We can all do something about it. Definitely. So we're going to dive into a really interesting topic today, and you're going to tell us all about it, uh, and we're going to discuss it. So what is that topic? Accent hallucination. 
Ah, so <laughs> for our listeners who may not know, what is uh, what is a hallucination? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, hallucination is when you perceive something that's not actually there. So when mm. normally when we think about hallucinations, we think about maybe visual hallucinations, yeah. which frankly, I don't know that much about because I'm not a brain scientist, but uh, (laughs) (laughs) so like a a mirage would be an example of a hallucination. But we also have auditory hallucinations. And if we do think about them, we probably think about things like schizophrenia, but it can happen to any of us that we hallucinate sounds or visuals. Mm, Okay, so accent hallucination. Now let's get into that. Um, (laughs) So are we imagining an accent? What is this? Yes. So, so the, the, this is a study from 1990, but the findings have been since replicated. So this is so, pretty solid research. Mm-hmm. Um, so the study took college students and presented them with audio and mm-hmm. also at the same time with a photograph. So okay. half of the students got a photograph of a white woman professor mm-hmm. and half of them got a, a, a professor who was of Asian descent. And the people like, not everybody, obviously, but uh, the people who listened to the picture, the, the audio with a white woman mm-hmm. heard an American accent, a standard American accent. And the, uh, many of the people who were presented with the picture of the woman of Asian descent heard a quote unquote foreign accent. They heard an Asian mm. uh, accent, which was not there. It was the same audio. Wow. So the exact same audio, and yet people heard an accent with one and not the other. Right. So we can see that our perceptions influence what we see and what we hear, right? So in this case, what we see is influencing what we are hearing. Right. Okay. Okay. So what, I mean, this sounds like a problem. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is this sounds like a form of discrimination. I mean, what, I mean, I'm just imagining that our listeners might be listening to this and think, oh my gosh, well, what does this mean? What does this mean for me? I mean, what, what, I mean, I mean, what can we do about this? Can we fix this? Well, you know, on a societal level, maybe it's a bit tricky about fixing it mm-hmm. because what we really need to do is to teach people that A, this happens and that B, like we are influenced by things that we, we, we come pre- with preconceived notions about certain people. So people, this took place in Georgia, but the the study was also replicated in Canada. So Mm. it really doesn't matter where, where it takes place. You come with certain preconceptions about what an Asian person with an Asian looking face is going to sound like perhaps. Mm. And Mm -hmm. if you do that, that's going to influence how you hear them. But that's Mm. like, it's not so bad that you're coming with preconceived notions necessarily. It's just, you should stop and think about it. it. Is this really true like what am i what i'm expecting am i actually getting that in reality so on an individual level we can all stop and think hey is this really what i'm hearing am i really perceiving this correctly i know we all think that you know we go through life and everything we hear and see is like true but we're influenced by so many things we're seeing yeah. everything through a lens and we're hearing everything through, certain, through a certain lens. So just stopping and thinking will yeah. go a long way. For, like also another thing is um, on an individual level, once again, exposing yourself to multiple different kinds of voices, multiple different kinds of people. So I, I don't know if this would be replicable in, say, a place like Vancouver, which is where I'm from, 
because it's uh, like 50% Asian. So I think there would be less of this there. I could be wrong. (laughs) Um, But my guess is because if you're exposed to people of Asian descent with the accent that's already around you, then you'll not be so predisposed to think about it. So just exposing yourself to more types of people um, and trying to encourage others to think more broadly about what might be out there in the world. Guys, very soon we will be releasing our business English course. We have surveyed more than 100 native business professionals to gather vocabulary and strategies that you'll need to succeed at work in English. It's coming soon, so keep your ears open for announcements on how to get in. Thanks, guys. If you know me, you know that I value healthy eating. I always feel better when I eat well. That's why I think Factor is great for busy professionals who also value healthy food. Factor provides ready-to-eat meals right to your door. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian approved and ready to go in just two minutes. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. Cost is an issue these days when it comes to buying food, but Factor is less expensive than takeout. Factor is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast, premium options with no cooking required. So what are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash B-A-E-E 50 and use code B-A-E-E 50 to get 50% off. That's code B-A-E-E 50 at dot com slash B-A-E-E to get 50% off. Wow. Yeah. I, I feel like this is so important because I think a a lot of times, I mean, people, they, they, (laughs) when they're especially learning English, they're almost thinking, oh, that they want to hear it from a, you know, quote unquote white, you know, uh, way of speaking. Right. And yet that's not what English is. There is English. I mean, I, I live in New York and, you know, we have people from all over the, over the world, of course, in many different accents and many different people. And it doesn't mean that I think um, people have this preconceived notion that an accent is a bad thing. And I feel right. like this kind of uh, ties into this and the idea of like, oh, I want to listen to someone who maybe doesn't have an accent, but what does that even mean to not have an accent? It's impossible. Everyone has an accent. It's, like, what would that mean? It, basically, what it would have to mean is that there's like one correct way of speaking. Right. And everyone else deviates from that. But that is, that is incorrect. That's not how language works. Everyone right. speaks like the people around them, especially when they're growing up. And so you have certain features that that tell other people that's where you're from or that's the class that you're from or in some instances that's the race that you're from etc but it's no one is accentless it's impossible 
Right, right. So when I've had students say to me, oh, I, I just, I don't want to have my accent. I want to have an American accent. I always think, well, what does that mean? I mean, for example, would you say, oh, I'd be okay to have a British accent or a Scottish accent, right? Um, right. So I, you know, that's, that's, a, that's something to be said about that. I mean, I always say, well, um, I mean, sometimes like, for example, I, I remember when I went to Wales in college and I remember hearing people speak English and I had a hard time understanding. So an accent, you know, these are people uh, or not maybe, uh, or even, even England, actually, sometimes an accent is a little bit strong for me and it's hard for me to understand, but they mm-hmm. are native English speakers, right? So right. an accent is totally, totally different. And this idea of accent hallucination as I don't know, I, it, it seems to tie into that in a lot of ways. Yes. So you bring up, yeah, so native English speakers can maybe not understand each other because our accents have become so different, our dialects have become so different. Um, also, there are many Indian English speakers right. who are native speakers of English. It's just right. Indian Absolutely. English. And we, we hear them as foreign, but they're speaking English natively. So we... We really need to re- recognize that even though it sounds foreign, it doesn't necessarily mean that they're not speaking English in a native or a natural fluent way. They, they are pro- in many cases. Um, yeah. Anyway, sorry. Rambling. Right. No, no, no. <laughs> that's, I, I think that's an important point to make. And uh, this idea of just like, what do we want to sound like to not have an accent? Because I, I think that more important is to learn how to be, understood, right? For our listeners who are worrying about, you know, oh, maybe not having an accent. Instead, I think we need to reshape that and just say, okay, well, what are the words that I'm saying that maybe people are having a hard time hearing? Uh, How can Mm -hmm. I correct that and focus on those things instead of trying to adopt an American accent, whatever that may be? Right. So how, yeah, how do you basically kind of meet in the middle, right? So how do you Um, make it so that you're understood? And this happens also with, um, so speakers of UK English, some of them have to modify their their accent or Australian people yeah. as well. When they move to North America, they have to modify their accent a little bit so that they're better understood by the speakers around them. There's nothing wrong with that. It's, yeah, it's, it's this aim of trying to be accentless or to sound exactly like an American because first of all, which American accent? Right. That's what so I was thinking. Well, I was thinking about the New York <laughs> accent. I mean, I've heard of people who go into acting who have like a really thick New York accent who might actually have to try and get rid of the New York accent. So yeah, I don't know what the correct answer as to the American accent is. And um, yeah. Right. So yeah, probably what they're thinking of is this sort of Midwestern right. accent that newscasters use. Yeah. Um, and, and, and when I talk about this, I always try to remind people, you're not getting rid of your accent. What you're doing is learning a second accent, so you're adopting yeah. a new one. Uh. And again, there's nothing inherently wrong with that. It's just, if you, ref- if you frame it that way, it's more like, oh, I'm, gather- I'm getting a new tool, rather than like shedding all of my identity. Right, right. Because there is no reason to do that. And the accent, I mean, it is part of our identity. Mm-hmm. Right. Yes. So I like that idea of, uh, of adopting something and adding something on rather than taking something away. I think that that's really inspiring. And, and just also, you know, just as some takeaways for today, guys, just really thinking, okay, am, <laughs> am I guilty of doing something like this? Think to yourself when you're speaking to someone, are you kind of putting on, I mean, in many different ways, are you, are you assuming something about someone based on, you know, whatever 
whatever it is of your preconceived notions of that person um, or wherever they may come from, right? So we want to think to ourselves, and I think that that's how we can bring about some change. And then also just, you know, remember, again, focus on being understood, keep working hard, keep trying to achieve your goals, and, and don't forget about pronunciation. It's important. That's so important. But think about, okay, do I want to shed my accent or do I just want to bring on something more that will help me connect with people that will help me get uh, to be understood? Right. Yes, yeah. exactly. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I also want yeah. to remind people that, like, we've all done this and we all continue to do this. It's, it's, it's like a we're all works in progress to be better yeah. people. Don't, don't like, uh, be too hard on yourself yeah. if you've done this because everybody has It's more try not to do it in the future. Yeah, that's really great. That's really great. Okay, well, I think we are going to start to wrap it up, but I just wanted to uh, tell our listeners again about the Vocal Fries podcast. So Carrie, where can we find uh, you and Megan? Uh, you can find us at vocalfriespod.com. Mm -hmm. That's, you know, probably the easiest way. We're both on Twitter. I'm Carrie underscore G-E-E. And I I don't remember Megan's, but uh, you can easily find us on Twitter. (laughs) Okay, fantastic. And how often do your episodes come out? Every two weeks. Perfect. Okay, guys, so head over to the Vocal Fries podcast. It is really, really fascinating. Lots of interesting things to learn, to think about. And thank you so much, Carrie, for coming on today. This was so much fun. Thank you so much for having me. Yes, it was a lot of fun. Okay, thanks. Have a good one. Thanks, you too. Thanks for listening to All Ears English. If you are taking IELTS this year, get your estimated band score with our two-minute quiz. Go to allearsenglish.com slash my score. And if you believe in connection, not perfection, then hit subscribe now to make sure you don't miss anything. See you next time. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car, like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all wheel drive. You can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. 
Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. 